Mm. And I'm looking for kindness because I will tell you ladies that when I fear, feel fearful and alone, it's, it's almost always because I don't, I feel like something's inherently wrong with me, or I've done something bad, or I haven't gotten it right, or I'm not measuring up, or I'm not, I mean, this is like the enemy's biggest tool. He is called the deceiver, the great deceiver, and the accuser of the brethren, which means his main job is to accuse you of things you didn't do, mm. or to accuse you of being human, which you're supposed to be. Ladies, 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 welcome to Linking Arms. I'm your hostess, Nadine McGowan. This podcast is by Purposeful Living Inc., which is a nonprofit that exists to serve the modern woman. We define the modern woman as the woman who looks like she has it all together, but behind closed doors, she's hurting, searching, or lonely. We're here to talk about real things with real women, to heal, to grow, to inspire, encourage, empower you to be the woman you are created to be. We are so glad you're here. Let's get started. Welcome back, ladies. Today, I am joined with Heather Lake Bays, and tonight, today we're going to talk about kindness. So welcome, Heather. Good to Hello, have you. Hello, Nadine. All right. Well, let's dive in. Let's talk about kindness and what comes up for you. Okay. Um, hi, ladies. I'm so glad to be here today. I have like a busy day, like many of you do, and I've been able to just carve out this hour. And um, since the pandemic, I've rarely like, if I don't have to be somewhere, I find, and I think you guys can understand, I rarely brush my hair or take my pajama pants off before like I have to leave. Oh yeah. And um I think that's like the beauty of what we've been through in the last 2 years is we've all learned how to like really chill. So um I brushed my hair today. I got a shower for you. Ooh. Um but I'm so glad to join you. Yeah, Nadine asked me, "Hey, what do you want to talk about? This is our theme for this month." And we just started talking and I said, "I can't not talk about God's kindness to me." And um, what kindness means to me as a person and then as a Christ follower. So like as a person, if you've ever felt kindness, it's usually something that touches your heart deeply that's unexpected and it may not be planned. It's so like it it's like warmth from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes, because it's either in some way that someone you know, has unexpectedly given me mercy for something that I haven't really done right, where they're like, you know what, I get it. I understand where you're coming from. Or it's someone who has said, hey, I've been thinking about you today. You've got, I've gone through something like this. You're going to make it. Or mm-hmm. for me, um, it's just an unexpected act of probably service or kindness or gentleness towards me saying, I see you, you're a worthy person, whether you've made mistakes or whether you haven't. And I just want you to know that you're on my mind and that I care about you deeply. And that is in the worldly sense, what I would call it. But what I've been experiencing is this very intense, um, personal kindness from God. And, you know, I was on a pot, I was on a meeting last week with some, some of us that meet to wrestle around questions about the church and God and what it is. And the question was, how are you experiencing God today? And 
And for me, I'm experiencing is kindness. And I can talk a little bit more about that specifically, Nadine. I can give specific examples, but, um, it, you know, that's, that's really what's on my heart today. I love that. And, you know, I, I jotted down a bunch of different thoughts about just kindness in general. Um, it's something that touches our hearts. It's, it's somebody saying, I care about you. It's like, it's, it's people showing you or yeah. God showing you that they care about you. It's this unexpected, yep. um, undeserved, right? Yeah. It's like I didn't earn this. I didn't earn and this. Very money. specific to your need, not yeah. just I'm, oh, I'm, you know, bringing flowers, um, to your house. It's, yeah. I know you like, um, daffodils. So I'm bringing seeds for you to plant and I'm bringing the gloves or, you know, something specific. So I can share a kindness that God gave me this morning. I was in a little bit of turmoil or a conversation I had where, you know, I think both ladies and men can understand in the workplace and outside of the workplace at home and in friendships where a conversation happens, it gets convoluted because humans are involved. And then somebody says something and someone else hears something else. And I was in this situation feeling like, um, I need to make this right. Then I couldn't. And anyway, I said, I was trying to figure out this person who had sort of misunderstood something I said and the Lord put on my mind to call this and ask for her help and I was like I haven't talked to her in a while I'm not doing that and I didn't think it was the Lord I thought it was my defensiveness so I closed my eyes and I just said you know what Lord I'm just not going to and um I sent her a text and said hey I'm thinking you about you this morning because I was and um I thought I had another phone call it didn't happen and she called me out of the blue not out of the blue I had but when I picked up the phone, she gave me some information that I needed. And it's, we don't need to get into details, but the information was so, it was really information myself that she didn't even know through God that she was giving, that I could trust myself about something that I was sensing and feeling. And it was so specific. And I was like, I was like, did somebody tell you about this situation I'm going through? She's like, no. And, and that's what I mean. And immediately I felt this presence of warmth come over me and no. And that is partially because I'm looking, first of all, I'm practicing tons of gratitude right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for kindness because I will tell you ladies that when I fear, feel fearful and alone, it's, it's almost always because I don't, I feel like something's inherently wrong with me, or I've done something bad, or I haven't gotten it right, or I'm not measuring up, or I'm not, I mean, this is like the enemy's biggest tool. He is called the deceiver, the great deceiver, and the accuser of the brethren, which means his main job is to accuse you of things you didn't do, mm-hmm. or to accuse you of being human which you're supposed to be, you know, we are not God. And so we walk through this life. I have this 80, 20 rule where like, I hope to get it right. 80% of the time in the day. And that's a good day. (laughs) And if we get to, you know, these uh, Olympians, their job from up to sundown is to get it right. 99.9% of the time when they do this specific ski jump or whatever, even when you spend your entire life giving it to that, you can't achieve 100% all the time. Of their 80-20, they're going to get to the Olympics or they're 90%, 99%, 1%. 
that flip could go wrong on that 1% might be the day of their competition because we are not gods. There is a God and we are not it. And so when this God who is so sovereign says, not only am I going to, because listen, God hasn't solved all my problems. Right. I went through a horrible public divorce. My daughter was hit by a car after experiencing already so much trauma in her life. We found a subsequent medical condition from that. Like my mom is, is dying from Alzheimer's. My life is not gone smooth. I was a musician in a pandemic. It's not that he makes everything right. right. It's that he specifically speaks to us in this life on life's terms we're living and says, Heather, you were right and you didn't do anything wrong. Here's the great news. When I am wrong, he points it out. And rather than shame, he, I feel, here's how you can make it right. Here's how to fix it. And I love you anyway. I mean, it's never, God never speaks to you in a way that will freeze you from your sin. So he never says kindness means he gives us what we want. Everything is going to go fun. What, what kindness means is he is going to in his kindness, when we are suffering, be present for us, adding us of the future in heaven and his presence now. And his presence is so like, it was so specific that that woman said, well, I haven't talked to you in two years and I just wanted to call. And by the way, blah, 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 this information I needed that she didn't know I needed. Those are not coincidences. You know, I like to call them God, God instances. No, I call that just pure mercy, kindness, love, like it's God knows my insecurities right now. And he just spoke right to it. And then he gently said, so you need to know that in that insecurity, you can make mistakes by over explaining yourself. So next time, don't feel the need to do that. It was so like, oh, you know, I learned my lesson and it wasn't even that I had done anything wrong. It was like, he was already just saying, Hey, by the way, when this next thing happens and you might screw up, I'm there for you too. He's just so kind. Yes. And you know, Heather, as you're talking, I'm just like, it's just so good to be reminded that we have a God who is kind. He is kind. Even when things aren't going our way, he is personal and he is with us and he is, and he's just so full of kindness. He's overflows with kindness. Even when he is disciplining us, Yes, it's this, it's through his kindness. It's not through shame and guilt. And I just love that reminder. And I love that we're spending time talking about this characteristic of God, because how we see God is how we see the rest of the world and how we show up. Right. Yes. Imagine if right now, wherever, you know, I woke up this morning, really upset about the news about Russia and Ukraine. And I, and in the division in our country and just, and I'm thinking if everyone experienced this, what I would call unmerited favor, unearned yes. gentleness. Yes. If everyone, let's say one-tenth of the population looked for God's kindness today, yes. you do know that it would change the nation. Yes. If we are looking for it, we, this world changes because this is how 10% of us show up when I'm about ready to drive to Nashville for work. And the truckers are jerks on the road. I really can't stand truckers. I love you truckers, but (laughs) please don't pull out in front of me going 70. Like if you're going the speed limit, 
like just stay in the lane and slow down and wait for those of us that like have fast cars to get through. I'm probably more apt when I'm feeling that, that this, I can be completely alone in this being out here will specifically offer me if I'm looking and if I'm grateful and I'm not, listen, I'm a logical person. I didn't make that up today. Like when she said that, I was like, what? And this is what God does. Ask him, ask him, like, say, God, I want you to blow me away today. Mm -hmm. I want you to show me kindness in a way that makes me believe in you more. Now, some people argue theologically that you shouldn't put, you know, these, I, I think we shouldn't be praying for things like help my aunt not to die of cancer. I think we should be praying things like help my aunt to feel your kindness while she's suffering from cancer. If that means she's healed, great. If not, you see what I'm saying? Just be specific and comfort me, be close. And there's a million scriptures on comfort we can talk about. Um, But imagine how I show up on the road when I've just experienced that this morning and I'm going to show up on the road different. When I'm encountering a friend that I disagree with politically, I'm going to show up different. When I I am going to assume the best of others when I feel God, not only assuming the best about me, affirming the best about me. Think of how the world will change, you know, giving your heart over to a political party or to a political ideology is not what Jesus did. He came in the middle of political unrest and said, I'm going to change everything. And I'm going to say that love starts here. And Mm -hmm. it it starts by receiving it and giving it out. The woman who was bleeding touched his robe and he stopped everything. Can my connection bad? You're great. Is my, okay. The woman who was bleeding for years, she was a social outcast. He's in the middle of a crowd. He's in this Grand time, she she just wants to touch his robe and he stops everything for her. Not only does he heal her, he recognizes her. Do you know what kind of kindness that is in Jewish culture? When you were on your period, you had to be away from the whole village. This rabbi, this teacher stops everything and says, not only do I heal you, I see you. I acknowledge you. You are worthy. Yeah. if we brought that into the political landscape, if we brought that into our churches, if we brought that into, you know, between countries, we wouldn't be where we are. But, but first of all, accepting that kindness from Jesus's heart and giving it out, I'm going to be honest, it's not always easy, right? That's why we have to be looking for it every day. And we need to be asking for it. We are not supposed to be good at this on our own. You are not supposed to be a good Christ follower by yourself. You know, you can't do it without Christ himself, you know, doing that, helping us. That's so good. Um, You know, gosh, you said so many different things that really uh, spoke to me. Um, But I I agree. I think we need to accept his kindness. We need to be looking for his kindness. And then as we fill up with his kindness, we can overflow it on those in our lives. And you know, what came up for me is I also really need to be intentional about kindness to myself about this grace to myself, this unearned gentleness towards me. Because you know what? Sometimes I can be so kind to others and so hard on me. Um, and, and the kindness needs to be needs to be towards me as well. Yeah. You know? um, I, I can't say enough about that. That's a huge part of really where 
Christ is speaking most to me right now. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and what's interesting is we aren't in the Ukraine today, so we're not facing, you know, missiles in our front yards. So what does that translate for us right now in this time of unrest? Well, I would say like in my daily life in Hamilton County, where we live, or in my daily life, as I encounter people at work, when I am accepting that God doesn't just look at me, he, he has made, the scripture is clear about when we receive Christ, we receive, he imparts his righteousness onto us. That's in Romans 1.17. We receive his righteousness when we receive him. Does that mean we become like God? No, but he enters us. He's, he's here with us. We are never alone. So first of all, the kindness is cool because if you're being like, let, let's talk to some of the people that are watching that could be experiencing bullying at work. It's still happening with adults. Yep. Like, he is sure. with you when everyone else thinks you're a bad person. <laughs> he is with you when you're getting ready to, you know, that you see your boss is really keeping you from a promotion. He is seeing all of that. And, and as that chips away at our identity, because when we put our identity in these things outside of us, which we, we just do because we're human beings. Yep. He imparts that kindness that's so specific to us and we look for it and then we believe it and we take it in. It transforms our ability to withstand a lot of oppression and suffering. And I've, I have had my fair share of, of a lot of suffering in my life. Yeah. And again and again, I'm still blown away that he says, your identity is in me. Therefore, I don't shame you for a mistake. Yep. I offer you this. Grace is so overused. So I like the word kindness. Not only do I forgive you, but I'm also going to say, hey, Heather, this person on the phone is going to tell you exactly what you need to know. And she doesn't even know the situation. And it's going to rest assured that, yep, you can trust yourself. You can be kind to you, yeah. you know? man, if we're kind to ourselves, we enter these political conversations, we are going to believe the best about somebody whose political ideologies are completely different. That is the way of Christ. Yes. That is what will bring our nation together, yes. not, not division. Do whatever you have to do to weed out. You know, I've been off social media regularly for um, six weeks and I can't believe how it's changed my view of people back to human beings again. Yes. You know? yes. So remind yourself and put that kindness out, whatever it looks like to yes. today, you know, even with our enemies going, you know what, God, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try to believe the best that they're doing the best they can today. Everything inside me says they're not, that they're jerks, that they've made my life miserable. I mean, and I've had jerks in my life like that have, I mean, I've gone through a, a terrible divorce, like lots of stuff. Yeah. If I focus on what they've done to me and not what God says about me, then yeah. I'm going to, I'm not going to come. I'm not going to get free. I'm just not, yeah. you know, the secular researcher, Brene Brown has become very famous for her work around shame. Yeah. And it is amazing. I recommend she's, she is actually a Christ follower, although her work isn't centered on the scriptural basis for why shame isn't good. But what I like to add to Brene Brown's work about shame is that it's very isolating. And when we bring our, when we bring ourselves out in public, so not in public, in a safe environment, and we yeah. say to another safe person, safe yeah, 
yes, I'm, this is how I feel. And that's what PL Inc. offers these groups and coaching with people who are trained not to shame you. So, you know, that's a huge part of what is so impactful about PL Inc. is when we come out of hiding and we drag those secrets out, they become, and we expose them to the light, shame dissipate. That's right. Now, says that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. His main job is to accuse you of things you didn't do or things that you did do and says, now you're that thing. His main job is to still accuse you of, of that word. You are a, you are a fornicator. You are a liar. You are a gossip. You are weak. You let men abuse you. You don't know how to choose men. You are um, fat. We are not supposed to be perfect. We are supposed to be just accepting Christ and putting it out. That's what our job is. So when the devil does that accusing, he's lying to you. It's, it's his job. He's, he might as well be saying two plus two equals five. Yeah. It's not true. And it's it's illogical. Yes. And I, and I love that you, you went back to the accuser piece because that's how we can tell if it's of God, if it's not a kindness in that tone, it is not God because we have a God of kindness. Heather, this is wants us better. He only wants us he doesn't want us bogged down in shame and in right. sin. He wants us free to, right. to say to the person, you know, he wants to, when we encounter the single mother with two children who, who's angry and screaming at the, you know, the clerk in the store, he wants us to not focus on the clerk first, yeah. really focus on that woman and say, how can I show kindness to this person who's clearly showing unkindness like what yeah. if we did that yeah like, i don't know if- to do it but i'm saying yeah. what if we stop this cancel culture like yeah some people need to not be doing people who are abusing other people in positions of power they should not still have their positions of power Definitely. but what do we do when people make mistakes mm-hmm. if we are experiencing god's kindness mm-hmm. it's we have to bring now we have to hold people accountable. I love that that's happening. We had this discussion when I first spoke to the group about hashtag me too, hashtag I'm responsible. What I meant was, are women being oppressed, sexually abused and in systems that are patriarchal? 100% in churches, in workplaces, in, in it's happening everywhere in the music industry. It's happening in churches. But our job is to say, okay, now that this has happened to me, what is my next step? I'm responsible for So Will Smith is the one I watched the video. He said, if your dad was an alcoholic and he, he beat you, it was not your fault, but it is now your responsibility to take this person you are that is worthy and to not only me too, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, but God, heal me, show me your kindness, heal the wound, Here's what hurts. Please touch it. Then in that responsibility, when we focus this way and we say, I need you. I need you to be specific today, God. I need you to give me the most specific kindness. Like, I need you to blow me away. And he does it. It's, you know, 
and humans can offer it. Don't get me wrong. I love Brene Brown's work, but man, when you add that you're, you need to war against an adversary and that there is a God who's for you, not against you, that it's like, it's like all the good work is put on steroids and blown up, Yeah, you know, world. So I really encourage you to listen to your thoughts. And if they're full of shame, those are not kind things. And I'm going to say in all my logic brain, I mean, I like to see it, to believe it. You can tell me all day long that, you know, everything's great in your life, but till I see it, I don't believe anybody anymore. Like to me, social media is just one big, like, it's like making up two plus two equals five, you know, but I'm going to tell you right now that if you, if you look, if you say, God, I need you to show me. And you just, just keep your heart open. Ask for something really specific. Say, I need to know that I'm not a cheater Mm. today. I need to know that I'm not unworthy in society because I'm overweight. Mm. I need you to show me specifically what it looks like when um, I've screamed at my kids the last three days, I need you to show me what it looks like that, that how to, how to stop and how to, how to get better. I need you. And I, and I need you to show me that you still love me. I need you to show me that, you know, like I got fired and that I'm still a good person. I need you to show me I'm a good person. If I screwed up and got fired, you know, like, like, show me your kindness, God. Yes. Show me yeah. your kindness. So as we start to wrap this up, Heather, this has been such a great topic just to remember who he is. I think my biggest takeaways from today and what I invite you ladies to consider from just what Heather has shared with us is looking for his kindness, being intentional to look for his kindness, to ask for him to show us his kindness. The other thing you said is practicing gratitude. I love that you said practicing gratitude. That is part of how we can receive his kindness. And then the other thing you said is believing it, believing his kindness and receiving his kindness, because sometimes we miss it. Sometimes we're so caught up that we miss it. So ladies, I invite you today to look for God's kindness all around you, to practice gratitude, to believe his kindness, to receive his kindness, and then to pour it out in small ways, big ways, however you feel led. And so as we wrap this up, Heather, is there anything that you want to wrap up with today? I want to say one last thing, and that is in the believe piece, because Nadine and I are friends, because I am very logical and linear, and I see what's happening in the now, and I say, hey, Nadine, you might want to, this might happen. You might, you might want to run this direction because Nadine comes at thing as this is Nadine. God told me this thing and it's amazing. Here's what he said. And I'm like, how did he say it? He said it to me and I believed him. And I would think, well, you need a little more than that. Like scripture. No, she has this gift of faith. I have this gift of wisdom. So people who have this wisdom gift, they tend to need logical tangible things. So I'm talking to you out there that struggle with this faith piece that Nadine has come somewhat easier to her because the way God has gifted her. I'm talking to you like that are like me that said, Hey, all this crap has happened to me and it's not good. Like I'm in your cover. I understand. I did all the right things, Lord. And you still have like, I don't, how do I still believe in you? I'm saying 
when I ask for it specifically, I'm saying I need it in the physical even. I need those phone calls. I need to open my phone and my scripture of the day is exactly the one I need. I'm, I'm just, I'm saying he's given it to me in little ways. Last May, I always get a hibiscus tree from Costco. I missed it. I didn't get one the year before. Hibiscus trees make me so happy. I was having a terrible time about something and prayed for God's kindness. This sounds crazy. I walked in at the end of May. They're never there past Mother Day. I walked in, and when I say it was a hibiscus tree forest in Costco, it was. I said to the woman, why? And I said, hey, God, I sure would love a hibiscus tree. Again, we don't pray and God gives us, it's not a praying for. Right. It's not like a genie in a bottle. No, but I walked up to the woman and said, why do you have all these? She goes, we have no idea. We all, we, we just, things have been crazy with the pandemic and we got a giant shipment. I think we got ours and Michigan roads shipment. So I go, that's what I'm talking about now. God doesn't always give me hibiscus trees. Sometimes he just gives me his peace, but I'm saying like he, he will be specific for those of you who struggle with faith. That's good. Thank you for adding that and confirming that because you're right that we, we're all wired so differently and we always see him and experiencing experiencing him so differently. And he meets us right where we are. And he talks to us right where we are because he is such a kind. Yes. And if we need help believing he will help you. Yes. Yes. I love that. Thank you, Heather, so much. What a rich conversation. Ladies, we will catch you next time. Be blessed today. Bye everyone. Thank you for spending your time with us today. For more on Purposeful Living Inc., visit our website, purposefullivinginc.org. We offer free coaching, growth groups, events, and have a care team waiting to support you. For more encouragement, you can also find Purposeful Living on your favorite social media platform. Leave a comment, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Remember, ladies, you are loved. You are chosen. You are seen. You are valued. You have a purpose, and your purpose matters. Talk to you soon. We love you.